There, there, little man. There, there, Christopher. You're littler than us. Yeah, well. He's a stick now. I know, he's a fucking twig. What the fuck? We're proud of you, probably, but we also hate you, because we're middle school girls that way. How much bigger is your penis now? I was gonna say, can you wash the taint now? Well, jeez. <laughs> can you not? It just started. <laughs> that was perfect. You didn't wash your taint? He didn't do that on purpose, and it just started right after I said, can you wash your taint? I think there was a phantom oh, about song keeping things more too. professional now. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Are we leaving that in? Tony, do you smell down there? You ever had those not so fresh feelings? No, I baby. Not so not so fresh. I did find that during the pandemic, I would only bathe like every other day or something. Not so that fresh. Was before we got be girlfriends a, too. That's true. I, know, that's I don't have feelings. <laughs> not so fresh should be a, a male hygiene product. We need a male douche. Not so they fresh. All? Not so fresh. White. Not Is so there two fresh. S's between like not nuts? Not so fresh. White. I don't Is know. Is it nuts? So you dip fresh? your balls in the ointment. I feel like you're saying boys hole, and it's clearly boys. <laughs> soul. You gotta pay boys the troll toll if you want to get into this boys hole. <laughs> yeah, boy, you wait. <sighs> He's sleeping. Well, I mean, the pandemic like is winding. <laughs> Come in, give me that leg, boy. No. Do you guys feel weird going out in public and like thinking, hmm, do I have to wear a mask this time? Wait, Chris, you're vaccinated, right? Yes. Tyler, you're vaccinated, oh, right? Halfway there. Oh, you have your first, but not your second. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, like, I have my second, but I'm still wearing a mask everywhere that I go. We're afraid to take them off because people judge us. But then I, I read something today that I thought was kind of funny. How all of the conservatives who were like, you can't make me wear a mask, are now like, <laughs> yes, I'm going to wear a mask so people don't think I'm vaccinated. <laughs> Nailed it. I was like, what? What? Okay, cool. <laughs> so that asteroid can't come fast I enough. Know, some right? days. I know. I thought that Chinese spaceship that was. I was coming, gonna say. What? I thought that was it, man. I was. You like, would land in the ocean, you cowards! I got right with God and everything. Did you? Man. <laughs> oh, really? I went to confession, and then I went to visit the Buddhist monks in Tibet. So you think if you get right with all the gods, you're cool? I figured if he got right with the, Satan, just any in of case. them are real. Hail Satan. <laughs> Bob, if you're Satan. down there, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, um, did you hey. see that we dropped in the Philippines? Today? By two. Like a Chinese yeah, satellite. Wow. So, how's everybody doing? It's been a minute. Are you saying the Philippines are done with us? Tyler had to go do the rounds with the future wife. You're right. Had to go meet all the friends. You're hang right. Out on wineries. Wineries? I don't know. It that like, sounds fun. It looked like a winery <laughs> in the picture. You I and I know. need to get loaded at wine country. Oh, jeez. Pay to have all those internet Spit records Spit into a scrubbed. bucket. We might not get married if that happens. You're right. <laughs> at least not to them. Oh, hey. my. Oh. <laughs> I spent a month there one night. <laughs> Wait, what, what are we spitting on? What did you say? When you taste wine, you spit in a bucket. Oh, <laughs> wine! Wine, you okay. spit in a bucket. Gotcha. Got it. What okay. did you gotcha. think I said? We? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, let's be professional here, ladies. Professionals and gentlemen. only. So, um, so Tony, let's talk a little bit about what's happening in the world of movies. What's happening? First of all, I'm kind of excited to see theaters and movies and more movies and bigger movies. The Wrath of Man, I haven't seen that yet. We do. We should see that next week. We do need to see that. I'll, I'll see that. Army of the Dead came out in a limited release in theaters, and I got to go see you that. You and with, Bailey got our old pal Bailey. With our old pal Bailey. Um. Well, why, why don't you talk about it real quick? Because I, I need to see it. I want you to see it first. Okay. Next so episode, we'll, we'll talk that. about it then. Yeah, because it comes out on the. 21st on Netflix. Um, okay. But it was one of those that I wanted to see on the big screen. I, I get it. And, and I, I got to be honest with you, I kind of encourage you if you have the opportunity to do it. Deal. Yeah. If it's still a Keystone, I'm going to go. Would you go again? Uh, yeah, I would go see it again. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so that was good. I Better have to see than Wrath of Man. Dawn of the Dead? No. Uh, uh, different. We'll have a great conversation. Definitely then. a different. Okay, I'll take sure. different. Definitely Zack Snyder. <laughs> Lots of slow mo. Not a lot of slow mo, no, but okay. a lot of a lot of um, oh, tilt shift, a lot of tilt sure. shift camera work, a lot of heady dialogue, philosophizing. Not a ton about of that, nothing but in particular. Not a ton of that, but there was That's definitely good. a lot of 
uh, odd focal points in shots and stuff. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. So I'm I down. think we, we go see it again and then we have a good conversation. Maybe we talk about some Zack Snyder stuff. I'd be down because if Warner Brothers doesn't want anything to do with them, I yeah. think a lot of other studios are going to swoop him up. Yeah. I'd like to see um, I'd like to see him get involved with some other other franchises, I think. Sure. Like um, what? Well, I mean, it just came out. Um, he released some information about his third 300 movie script. Um, Did he the, direct the second one? Um, no, but he had written a okay. One for, gotcha, gotcha. But the um, the protagonist in Three Hundred, the Third. That sounds weird. <laughs> I like um, that title. <laughs> I hope that sticks. Right? Yeah. Three Hundred, the Third. Um, Three Hundred and Three. Um, it was perfect. Uh, That's was what about they a, it was about a, a Spartan soldier that was gay. And, the second uh, one was and, no. The third. Third one will be yeah, about that. Was supposed to be, but they rejected it. I mean, um, it's Rome. They were all gay back then. Yeah, exactly. Ale- talk about gays yeah. in the military. Yeah. Alexander the Great. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander the Gay. You now, now you get a half a star. Yeah, thanks. Add it to the point. Add it get, to the point total. <laughs> get to the board. <laughs> Wait, uh, we have a board. What? We do now, Tony, and you only have sure. half a star. Mm, sweet, that's half a star more than you have. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got. I was here early today. Oh, that's correct. Half a star for me. That's correct. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm interested in kind of a retrospective on Zack Snyder's movies. I can't really, sure. I mean, so what do we have? We've already talked about 300 in the Snyder Cut yeah. in previous episodes. But we yeah, but touch 300 on was in that boobs and blood episode. I think we could probably cover that. That one more that, than that might not make the cut. Uh, we could talk about Watchmen. I got the yes. really long version. The four and a half hour long mm-hmm. version. If you want to watch that. What else? 300. What's the Oh, bottle? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Yeah. We could talk about that. It would be an interesting watch. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's some stuff to watch. I think maybe let's let's do a Zack Snyder episode kind of in honor of Deal. Zack. Maybe we can get him to come on. Maybe. No, probably not. It, narrator. Yeah. He didn't come on. <laughs> he did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> the liner notes. I'll title the episode... The Snyder World, or the Snyder movies with Zack Snyder. And then in subtitles, I'll put, he, he didn't really show up. It's yeah. just Tony crying for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Why won't anyone Why come, won't on, anyone my come on my podcast? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Army of the Dead was good. Um, wow. Netflix wasn't screening it, so they just kind of, they put out a limited release in the theaters. Interesting. And, right yeah. as you said that, an ad for it like popped up on my screen. Like, Did it like, really? Getting, like, what the instant. hell, Zuckerberg? Like, I read it as you said it. That's fantastic. You know what's weird? Is I So, uh, in moving into movie news, so there's a couple new trailers that came out this week. Trailers ahoy, Chris! Um, put the theme in. Whoa. There's a that's trailer. the theme. That's a, that's trailers theme. ahoy. Ahoy! <laughs> <laughs> I have, a, I have a really good joke about um, sailors. Would you like to hear it? Is it about some men? It, it is about some men. Sailor. <laughs> but it's okay. We'll tell it later. <laughs> um, is it about so Bruce Willis's dick? Never mind. Two, oh, no. Two, two pretty major trailers came out this week. Major uh, trailers? Snake Eyes. <laughs> major trailers. Um, Snake Eyes, major the G.I. Joe origin story right. starring Henry Goulding came Goulding? out. And then just this afternoon, right before I left the house, the Dear Evan Hansen trailer came out. I saw that. Your boy P- Ben Platt. So here's the cool thing about Ben Platt. And I noted this on our Facebook page, but I wanted on to On the Facebook.com. Yeah. Do follow so, us. So Ben Platt has an Emmy mm-hmm. for a performance. Is he almost an EGOT? He, he is an Oscar away from an EGOT. Wow. He won a Tony for mm-hmm. the portrayal of Evan Hansen on Broadway. Right. And if this carries forward, he could potentially be up for an Oscar... I could see it. For playing Evan Hansen in this. And the, in this the Grammy for the album or whatever, probably. Grammy for what the cast What do you get an album. Emmy for? Emmy for a performance on the Today Show with the cast of Dear you Evan You can win Hansen. Emmys for that? Yep. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it counts. It, it, so You're right. The youngest performer, uh, I think, is Robert Lopez, who's a songwriter. Robert Loja, you say. Yeah, Robert Lopez was 39 years old when he won his first EGOT. He's actually a double EGOT, so he's won two of each. Oh, you get... How haven't I not heard of this guy if he's a double EGOT? He was a songwriter. Oh. So, you know. They, you always the, hear about Whoopi, but you, you never hear, hear about, about them until guy. they die. Yeah, You're right. Um, so, if Ben Platt wins the Oscar, mm-hmm. or if he wins an Oscar in the next 10 years, he will be the youngest EGOT winner. Good for him. He's 27 now. He'll be 28 by the time the movie rolls out in Oscars. My uh, my Broadway-loving friends showed me Book of Mormon with him and Josh Gad's yeah. role, and Fan- he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's 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 pretty fantastic. I'm a I'm a big fan um, of of everything that he does. He's kind of like 
this era's Josh Groban. Like, Josh Groban was the big popular... Weirdly, I know what that means. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very weird. <laughs> he so. wants his ladies to pop. Go That's on. Groban joke. Always sunny. Never mind. Yeah, sorry. Didn't see that one. You haven't seen that one? No, let's move oh, on to movie news. God. <clears throat> All right, so in movie news, Shazam 2... Has finally started filming. Fury of the gods. Well, good. Those kids are going to age in no time. Recently reported is that Jaiman Hansu is returning as the ancient wizard, the wizard Shazam. Shazam. Mm-hmm. And another news: Mark Strong's Doctor Savannah will not be returning for the sequel. He was the uh, they're gonna. In the first so the worm one. guy probably isn't going to be in this. Correct. One. Yeah, Mister Mind. I like Mark Strong. You know the Kingsman movies and. Big fan. I think he's one note in Shazam, but I don't think it's his fault. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's good. Um, how does $9 billion sound to you? I'll take two. <laughs> so Amazon is currently in negotiations with MGM to acquire oh, the media company this. for upwards of $9 billion. If it speeds up RoboCop returns, I don't care. <laughs> now, the benefit of Amazon purchasing MGM would be that it would More give movies. them access to movie libraries, right? Right. Which include, like, the Rocky films. Correct. Uh, all of the James Bond films. West Side Story, West, Robocop, all yes, the Orion all movies, the, all yeah. the United Artists stuff. All the Woody Allen's, um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that would be very cool to, sure. to see some of those on the streaming platform that ev- 264 million people in the world are subscribed mm-hmm. to Netflix. And that means there's about 500 million people that watch Netflix because everyone shares their logins. You're right. So. Did you know, speaking of corporate mergers, Discovery has bought Warner Media? Yes, I saw that. What do you think's up with I that? I think it's a pending approval. Has yeah. AT&T sold them? But the interesting piece about that is how the F is Discovery going to How do they have that much money? Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if you think about it, they own HLN. They own um, the History Channel. I think all it's of one those. of those quiet billionaires, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because, like, a lot of people. It's like Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. She's, she's a- going to be a loud billionaire. If she's yeah. living her life, right? Hey, Bill Gates' wife, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ex-wife. <clears throat> um, so Sorry, Billy. Uh, last week, Aww. the movie The New Dune will be releasing in theaters and mm, on HBO no, Max okay. on the same day. Okay, because the legendary yes. co-financed it yes. wasn't too happy with Warner. They were not, but it has officially been announced that it will premiere on HBO Max and in theaters on the same day, just like Wonder Woman did. Here's what I propose. Let's go to the theater. Hold on, hold on. Let me get them on the and watch it on our phones. Yes, while we're sitting <laughs> in the theater. Like in defiance it. of Denny Villeneuve, <laughs> we will watch it in cinemas on our cell phones. Oh, jeez, should have done that for Tenet. Oh, wait, we couldn't. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's mm-hmm. all go. Anybody remember that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get ourselves some snacks. Yep. All right, so with the reemergence of the movie musical, um, you've got In the Heights coming out mm-hmm. uh, this month, I think. Uh, June. Is it June? It is okay. June. West Side Story with Steven Spielberg. West Side Story. Um, and then Dear Evan Hansen. John M. Chu is working with Lin Manuel Miranda to Again? create a movie musical version of Hamilton rather than just a filmed version Why of the Why did we play. do that in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to see how the reception would You're be. You're right. No, I mean, I, and it's the most—it's the second most screened item on Disney Plus. Do you think the pandemic helped people's exposure to Hamilton? Because I wonder if they had just released it directly into theaters, only the fans would have gone. Yeah, I think. I mean, I definitely think that that would have been a thing. Bored at home, but, and that drops, and you've heard about I mean, it. But you're I gonna think watch the, it. The Hamilton exposure existed, right? Like sure. everybody and their mother was talking about but Hamilton. But I talked to several people that weren't in love with it until before. they watched it on yes. during the pandemic. So I'm wondering if it's a this is a reaction to that because now it's had more exposure. Well, so in the interview, John M. Chu said that the reemergence of the movie musical has been something that's and the crazy thing is, like, if you think of John M. Chu, I mean, we're talking the guy who directed Step Up. You're right. Right? Like, this guy directed all of these horrible teeny bopper pop movies, and now he's getting the opportunity to direct things like Crazy Prestige, Rich Asians. Prestige, yes. The, you know, thing, did, he didn't direct The Prestige. No, The Prestige pe- Oh, Peach. gotcha. I was like, <laughs> what? That was Christopher Nolan, I dislike buddy. Nolan enough to imagine John M. Cho directing that film. <laughs> 
But um, and so now he's having the opportunity to direct some of these major studio pictures, and, and you know, films that carry some credibility behind him. I think Hamilton and maybe even In the Heights will be like award sweepers too. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to see In the Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that. So Lin Manuel Miranda actually wrote In the Heights as well. The musical, it was a Broadway, Broadway. musical from mm-hmm. like early two, to mid two thousands. Yeah, the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. That was the first musical that he wrote, and then he wrote Hamilton. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that he wrote In the Heights, right? Um, but bringing it to movies, I think um, the lead in In the Heights was also in Hamilton. So. Um, and I think they plaster Lin Manuel's name all over the promotional stuff. Yeah, so. and I think he's in the movie. He is in yeah. a small role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited to see it. I mean, I I grew up on movie musicals, mm-hmm. you know, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, My Fair Lady. By the way, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers was super rapey, and I just I just started realizing all that seven of them. There's this there's there's a song in the movie where they're singing about the women of Sabin, which was a, a biblical story about Sodom? Uh, a family of men, no Sabin, who went into oh. a city and kidnapped these these daughters and married them. I'm like, that's super fucking rapey. So- it's a little rapey. So it sounds like, like that movie musical will not be remade anytime soon. So you're saying we should hashtag cancel seven brides for seven brothers. <laughs> yes, hashtag. All seven of them brothers. Yes. Boom, canceled. But um, yeah, so I grew up on movie musicals, mm-hmm. White Christmas every year. My Fair Lady is your favorite? My Correct. Fair Lady is my all-time favorite movie. Yes. Um, and so it's, you know, for me, this is very cool to see because I don't have the opportunity to go to Broadway. I live in Indiana for the love of Pete, you know, so... Didn't Broadway's opening up again in September, in September. correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great news. Yeah, Wendy and I are talking about planning a trip later Let on. Let me know if you need a, a third or fourth there, fella. Are you going to bring yourself twice? I thought Christopher could go. <laughs> um, I actually have a friend from high school who lives in New York and has performed on Broadway. And, no way. Yeah. What shows? Um, so he did the touring Broadway production of Jesus Christ Superstar. Very cool. He did, um, oh my God, what was it? Oh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Cool. Yeah. Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. No, he didn't he can He can't walk any anymore. No. But anyways... So I digress. Um, he's also very good friends with Lauren Allred of mm. uh, The Greatest Showman fame. So The Greatest Shaman. Shaman. Mm. Shaman. Sure. So speaking of The Greatest Shaman, did you know that the people who wrote The Greatest Showman, Benj Pasek and... Oh, what's his name? Pasek and Paul, basically, is mm-hmm. the writing group name. Is also, what an amazing segue. They're also the writers of Dear Evan Hansen. It's all time back together. And the music for La La Land. La La Land? Yes. Best picture winner till it wasn't? Yes, correct. Mm. <laughs> I remember La La Land and Bye Bye Man came out around the same time. What was the last one? Bye Bye Man. You probably don't even remember it. No. One was a uh, La La Land was like leftover from December. Are you just referring what? to the way that the title has a repetitive sound? Yeah, in those it? movies have nothing to do with each other. Okay, I just thought, gotcha. thought it was amusing. Okay. La La Land? Bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man. Okay. Yeah. Don't think it, don't say it. La okay. La Land, bye bye man. In 2007, Dear Jesus. everybody learned that Amy Adams can sing. Do you remember what movie that was in? I think an enchanted anecdote <laughs> is on the way. <laughs> yes, so in 2007, Enchanted came out and became a surprise hit for Disney. It's pretty great. Everybody learned that Amy Adams could sing. Everybody learned that Patrick, Patrick Dempsey, Dempsey could was not, not allowed sing. to sing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they just announced Disenchanted. Yes. Which is Enchanted 2 is returning 14 years later in a sequel with the full cast of the original movie. And um, for it James has begun Martin. shooting and it will be released on Disney Plus. Is Adina Menzel involved? Uh, I don't think she was in the first one. She was. She was Patrick Dipsy. Oh, you're right. Girlfriend. She was. Well, then she's probably there. And then she hooks up with the. Did James you Martin. know that Idina Menzel is married to. The Muffin Man? No. Who? One of the enforcers from the Mighty Ducks. But why? <laughs> and how? No, I, I just found that out on TikTok the other day. The TikTok.com. Yeah, so the, 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 the three enforcers, right? Mm-hmm. And there was the one that always had the headband on. And yep, he, yep, yep. So that... Really? Yeah, he went from that and started Newsies on Broadway. Holy moly. And that's how they met. And then she married, what's his name? From How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Tay Diggs. 
Yes. They had a couple kids. They got divorced. Mm-hmm. And now she's currently married to the enforcer from the Mighty Ducks who became a Broadway actor. I was the like, weirdest so fun weird, fact I've ever heard. Yeah. So anyways. Huh. <clears throat> um, did anybody watch the MTV Movie Awards? No? No? Did they air? No? Yeah, they aired. Oh, how embarrassing. So on the MTV <laughs> Movie Awards... Uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan won Best Duo for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Best on-screen kiss. No. Best Duo. Um, when accepting the award, uh-huh. Anthony Mackie ended his speech by saying, Tom Holland, I'm on your ass, buddy. I'm on your ass. Um, everyone is laughing at this because there's a meme where Tom Holland was making fun of Anthony Mackie by saying, I've never seen, oh, I loved you in the Falcon movie. And then he's, oh, wait. There wasn't one. <laughs> well, this is this is all a big callback to the new Captain America movie that we'll be filming shortly, starring yes. Anthony Mackie. So that's pretty cool. I thought that was pretty funny. Nice little callback. Mm-hmm. And Colin Colin Jost did slime Scarlett Johansson during her acceptance speech. Was it now? the Kids' Choice Awards or was it the MTV Movie <laughs> no, that Awards? Was, that was the whole point of it. Was what a was, fun he joke. Was, he, he put the... Uh, I literally answered that on speakerphone. It's a good thing nobody talked. Um, he you had a dumped call? the slime on her head, and he's like, oh, I thought this was the Nickelodeon <laughs> Awards. <laughs> she, it was great. What's um, she winning for? I don't remember. I think she it was... in anything? No, not really. Huh. All right, so John Boyega, what is he known for? What movies? Attack the Block, Star Wars, Pacific Rim mm-hmm. 2... So Attack the Block was a quiet success because that started South by Southwest, Uh won the whatever. Was that his first movie? That was the first movie that he gained recognition for. Okay. Well, 10 years later, Attack the Block 2 is coming. Another Attack the Block, you say? Boyega is starring and producing. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So Attack the Block 1, for those of you that don't know, is a sci-fi adventure about uh, aliens who are landing in London. And it's very jump. British. It's very, very British. <laughs> but um, that's kind of the movie that catapulted Boyega to the lead mm-hmm. opportunity for Finn in the Star Wars movies. Star Wars. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, yeah, that's kind of cool that he's returning to, to kind of what started everything. So, And that... That's the news. Is the news. Oh, hey, by the way, welcome to Popcorn Tribunal. Thank you. <laughs> I wondered what we were I listening to. I forgot to say that earlier. Oh, I, I think the listeners know what they're listening I to. I hope so. <laughs> so, um, the intro music says it all. It doesn't yeah, mean, clearly. Does it? It doesn't say our name in the intro. No, it's music. very subtle. Popcorn yeah. Tribunal. Every five seconds. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, in early May, uh, without remorse, Starring Michael B. Jordan came out on Amazon Prime. It is uh, one of several formally titled Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. I think on some posters it still is. It, this is part of several deals Paramount has made with Amazon. And with Michael B. Jordan's production company. That too. Yes, because mm-hmm. during the pandemic, Paramount's like, oh, we can't make any money off these things. So they sold them off to Amazon, and they're yes. doing pretty well for themselves. Speaking of Michael B. Jordan. And um, we are. I keep hearing rumors about him being tied to the new black Superman role with DC, which I got to be honest with you, I'm totally down for. Is that not confirmed yet? It's not confirmed yet. Wow. Yeah, the director hasn't hasn't cast the role, but um, I think his production company is involved in some capacity. So, But anyways, back to Without Remorse. Sure. So. Uh, I think the novel was written in 1997. No. 93. 93. And then it's been tied to Keanu Reeves, Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt. They kept trying Mm -hmm. to get people to make it. They could never get it to. An elderly Harrison Ford (laughs) getting his old ass back there. (laughs) Where's my family? So we decided let's take a look at some Tom Clancy movies throughout the years. Yes. And you are a fan, correct? Uh, so I, I was a big fan of Tom Clancy from the books. I, I loved reading his novels. I thought they were pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, there were one, two, three, four, five, six made into movies. He's clearly written a lot more novels than that, right. but I read a lot of them. So um, the Tom Clancy movies, books that were made into movies, yes, start to finish, are sure. The Hunt for Red October. Right. That was in 1990. Alec Baldwin, directed by John McTiernan, who did Die Hard and Predator. Alec Baldwin and Sean Connery. It's about a submarine, ain't it? It is. It's about a nuclear, a Russian nuclear submarine that disappears. Can I just say, I wish we had watched this one. Um, it's very, very slow. They all were, but go on. But so, the Hunt for Red October was actually the one 
Tom Clancy film that was very close to the novel itself. And I think it's because Tom was directly involved with the production. Oh, cool. Um, so it was very long, very slow. It played like a book. Um, uh-huh. So that was 1990. Then in 92, Harrison Ford takes over the role of Jack Ryan for Patriot Games, which mm-hmm. is one of the ones that we watched. Uh-huh. That also starred Sean Bean. Definitely. Oh, and Ted Raimi for and a hot minute. Ted Raimi for a hot minute, <laughs> yes. Um, and James Earl Jones. And Samuel and Samuel L. Jackson. L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. And some lady. So that was 92. And then in 94, you had Clear and Present Danger, also starring Harrison Ford. Okay. Then you had The Sum of All Fears eight years later in 2002. Right after 9-11, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. Uh, Farmer from Babe. James Cromwell. James Cromwell, yeah. Absolutely played and the then, president. I can't remember anyone else. <clears throat> yeah, there was really nobody else. Oh, Philip Baker Hall from, like, Magnolia. Yeah, who was, wasn't, who was the woman in that? Starring some lady. I don't remember. But no, she's been in more stuff. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one that we watched was Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. Was there no Tom Clancy movies between tw- Between 2002 and 2014? Wow. No. Now, we'll talk about that. Though. Let's touch on that. So that's 2014. And that one's not based on a Starred book. Chris Pine. Um, no, that's loosely based on the story of Jack gotcha. Ryan. Right, right, right. <clears throat> and is Kenneth the character Branagh. created by... And yeah, Kenneth Branagh, Kenneth Branagh plays who directed, Russian. and Kenneth he originated his cartoon. <laughs> he originated Rocky his character impression. From yes, from <laughs> that film. I had no idea. <laughs> He's. It's funny. I forgot he was in that, and I watched <laughs> it with Wendy, and we were watching it, and I was like, "Holy shit! It's literally it's his character. Character. From it's more subtle. <clears throat> he also but it dies the in the end of this one. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then in twenty twenty one this year. Without Without Remorse, remorse. starring Michael B. Jordan. Ironically, yes. (laughs) Post, so in 92, you have Patriot Games starring Uh Harrison Ford. In 94, Uh you have Clear and Present Danger starring Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. In 1997, you had Air Force One also starring Harrison Ford. It felt very Tom Clancy. It felt very Tom Clancy. (laughs) However, it was not a Tom Clancy movie. It's kind of like that Shazam movie that people say always starred Sinbad, right? (laughs) People always lump Air Force One in as a Tom Clancy movie. That makes sense. However, Tom Clancy's character was named James Marshall. He was the president, not Jack Ryan. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Leave Schreiber and Michael B. Jordan are playing the same character, John Clark. Uh, I don't know. That's that's an I, interesting. I tidbit. thought I I thought I read that. You may have. Okay. Yeah. So let's just start at the beginning. So we start with Patriot Games, starring okay. Tom Cruise's cousin um, and Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Basically, what was that movie with Brad Pitt where they played members of the IRA and it had Robert Redford in it? I'm already asleep. <laughs> wow, it was actually <laughs> it was actually really good. What is um, you know Can what I, movie I'm talking about? I don't do. You? I yeah, can't think I of actually just watched it a couple weeks back just because it, it popped up on my feed. Anthony, yes. Can I just say something before we get too deep into this? Sure. I love you too. I do love this you. It's kind of a weird. Time to. These feel like movies somebody's dad would enjoy on TNT one afternoon. Considering I am old enough to be your dad, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You were born in 86? Yes, it's always so you the were Russians. four years old when The Hunt for Red October came out. Wow. I was negative three when The Hunt for Red October came out. Oh, I thought you were 93? 93. Oh my God. Okay. Um, oh, The Devil's Own. Thank you. It's always the Russians who are the bad guys, except when it isn't. 97. CIA, wow. you're the best at what you do, Jack Ryan slash John Clark. Yeah, but he's always just an analyst. <laughs> you're right. That's why I thought Michael B. Jordan's character was the least interesting uh, lead. Hey, Tyler, Tyler, Chris, how old were you in March of 97? I was three and a half, sir. Shit. We were all st- I was starting high school. Can you look that up? About John Clark in Tom Clancy movies and see if that's the same character. I think it is Lee Schreiber. Schreiber and Michael B. Jordan are playing the same character. We'll have our producer look that up while you're talking about this. Grand. You better can. So I didn't like hate any of these, mm-hmm. but I wasn't very... They're not for me. 
They're very generational. When the, in That's the, true. In the early 90s when they were coming out, this is what a lot of movies were like. You have the, the, the Devil's Own or whatever it was. I will say you picked, what, four? Four. Yeah, yeah four yeah. different time periods. Yeah, I did. And, I kind and of they did definitely feel like adaptations of Clancy from those perspectives and yeah. eras. What did you think of Kira Knightley in um, Jack Ryan Shutter? I thought, holy shit, Kira Knightley, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, and she's doing an American accent. How about that? Oh, and she's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm. Kathy. Kathy, <laughs> what a name. Oh, man. So, yeah, let's talk about them in order. So, All we got right. a 90s one, we got a 2000s one, we so got we'll a start with 2010s games. one, and then we got a 2020s one. So, let's so in, talk about it. In the height of the IRA um, bombings and things happening in Ireland and mm-hmm. in the UK, mm-hmm. they brought out Patriot Games, which was a book that Tom Clancy wrote based on the bombings of the IRA, I think in the early 70s. That makes sense. <clears throat> and they were making a resurgence, and it, it kind of starts out where Harrison Ford's character um, witnesses a bombing mm-hmm. in, in a square in London. And being a CIA agent, he decides to tackle somebody. And I will say that one felt weirdly the most grounded because it's not him going the whole movie like – I'm just an analyst. I'm not supposed to do this. Derp derp. Yeah, I like that. Why seasoned... in 1990 does Harrison Ford still feel fucking old? Oh, man. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. He got us to a certain age, and he's just grumpy old man the rest of his <laughs> he life. He felt so old in that movie. <laughs> like little Thora Birch is like yeah. daddy, and he's like, I'm gonna read you the Cat in the Hat. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Grandpa. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, so it's doing the thing again, Neilis. I'm sorry. He kills Sean Bean's brother, sixteen year old brother. Yeah, and um, Sean Bean is very Sean Bean in this movie. Very, very, very angry Irishman. Um, and so the whole the whole thought process is this group of IRA members is on a mission to do something in the United States, mm-hmm. and Sean Bean turns it into his personal vendetta against Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the overall concept of the movie. Um, it definitely feels like an early '90s movie. I felt like a, a TV lot of movie. Day for night. Yeah, in the worst way. Yeah, it was probably the best of the four we watched, but not my favorite. Yeah, the fight sequence on the boats. Pretty great. Um, a boat on fire, nonetheless. Swinging the anchor around like it doesn't weigh anything. That was kind of fun. <laughs> when it gets schlocky, yeah, it's a little more fun. Harrison Ford is a terrible swimmer. A little bit. Did you and he's a that? terrible flyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, Patriot Games was a movie that I liked when I saw it the first time. Did you see it in the theater, or how'd you? How'd you? No, see I think it? I just watched it on like HBO or that something. That makes sense. Did you read the book first? Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. Because I did a little digging, and apparently Tom Clancy like disowned it, and a lot of critics didn't like how it deviated from the book. So I'm interested to see if you. If you know anything about that and what's different. What I remember was that Tom Clancy didn't like the casting of Harrison Ford for Jack Ryan. He Jack Ryan some, shouldn't be a grandpa. He wanted someone younger. Um, he wanted someone lesser known. Could they not get Alec Baldwin back? Uh, I don't know. I don't think... I think Alec Baldwin signed on to do Hunt for Red October and then did something else that okay. made him bigger after that and he didn't... That could be. When did, when did Beetlejuice come out? 89? Oh, 89 or 88. Okay, so you had Beetlejuice, then you had... Hunt for Red October. What'd you say? Sounds about right. Yeah. Then you had Hunt for Red October. So um, maybe he blew up along the way somewhere and was too good for them Tom Clancy movies. That could be. But Harrison Ford wasn't. (laughs) I don't know. 88. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, right. Batman 89. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, but then he came back. I think he came back. Mm-hmm. To be involved for clear and present danger. Oh, that's cool. So I, I don't quote me on that. I did not research that, but I think that's the way I remember it being. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Tom Clancy um, was definitely one of my favorite authors throughout. Michael Crichton was another. Oh, for sure. Piers we Anthony. could do a Michael Crichton episode one of these days. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's a little Talk about depressing, Congo though. Westworld. <laughs> yeah. What's that other indie film he was involved with? Jurassic Park. Nah. Uh, mm. Have I heard of that? I don't know. Did you ever hear of the Lost World? No, that sounds dumb yeah. and disappointing. I know. You yeah. tell me the book's good, though. Um, He also wrote Disclosure, I think. Crichton did? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
That's Did the he one with... do contact or is that Carl Sagan? That's Carl Sagan. What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one with Jodie Foster? Yeah. The al- spoilers. The aliens are freaking dad. Oh. <laughs> Two hours. No, the alien uses the dad yeah, to represent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what it is. It's like Ad Astra, but. Oh, it's one of those bad. movies that had the perfect spot to end, and then it just Correct. didn't. Correct. Oh, my God. Michael hour. Crichton has a ton of movies. Wow. Wow. Future World? West World? Um, All the worlds. Jurassic World? He wasn't involved with that one. Don't worry about it. A movie called Pursuit from 1972. Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> the sound, film? Sounds like a trivial the movie. The Terminal <laughs> Man from 1974. Huh. Tom Selleck's Runaway in that 1984. amazing. He wrote Twister. Which oh, that is, was him. I yeah, forgot about that. 25 years Twister. old. Wow. Um, Bill Rising Paxton. Sun, starring oh. Wesley Snipes and Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Um, the Rock. Timeline. I haven't heard no of some of these. Way. So you know they're good. 2003 Timeline that stars um, the Scottish guy, Gerard Butler, Paul Walker. Yeah. The 13th Warrior, which is one of my all-time favorite oh, movies. Oh, I didn't know I that was love him. that movie. We can talk about that. Yeah. Antonio Banderas. Uh, Sphere, starring Dustin Hoffman and Sharon Stone and Sam Jackson. Hmm. A movie called Coma. The Andromeda Strain. Yeah, he wrote Disclosure. That one. Yeah. There's a lot of Michael Crichton movies. You're right. We we should have done that. Put that on the agenda for later this year. I bet. I mean, his movies probably wouldn't feel all the same like Tom Clancy's Yeah, there's a lot of them are completely different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you compare Disclosure versus Congo, or even Twister versus Jurassic Park, we're just I talking, would love like, to watch hits. Twister again. It's I'm been Twister a minute, forever. Well, you it's ever twenty five years old? Did so. you ever go to Universal Studios when they still no. had the Twister thing? It was no. super cool. Yeah, they made a tornado right in front of my very eyes oh, and threw a cow. Cool. Oh, mm. was that a cow? <laughs> oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ow. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we move on from Patriot Games. Mm-hmm. James, uh, James Earl Jones was in it. it was, I, oh, I mean, he was. It, it wasn't a, a terrible movie. It was fine. I it felt put, dated. It was I very put a dated. lot of expectations on that one because that's the one I heard about mm-hmm. and then everybody liked, mm-hmm. and then I watched it, and I'm like, eh. And then we move on to 2002's The Sum of All Fears. You're going to hate me, but I think this was my Is favorite this, one. Was this your favorite? <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know, so here's the thing. I didn't hate Ben Affleck in it. He's not bad. I didn't hate it at all. Um... However, Ben Affleck does this weird thing in a lot of his movies where he gets in a car and he gets in an accident <laughs> You're right. with some immovable object. You're right. And he's perfectly fine when he gets out of the car. His big old head protects him. It's great. Yeah, it, but it happens in everything that he's in. I mean, Superman or Batman. No, you're right. You know, so. I didn't think about this. We're going to have to do a supercut of Ben Affleck crashing cars because he's not paying attention. <laughs> and then his big old head saves his life. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. Um, it had the most interesting plot, but also the most absurd plot of the yeah, four. Yeah. <laughs> um, and spoiler alert, a nuke takes out most of Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, darn. Baltimore. Um, yeah. James Cromwell. Plays the president, um, mm-hmm. and then they're trying. And this one, they're trying to blame the Ruskies, but it's not yeah, actually the Ruskies. It's not actually the Ruskies. It's actually our plutonium. Because mm-hmm. um, they find a bomb yeah. that we had dropped. Yep. And someone sells it on the black market and tries to create a, a South African. Correct. I know this because of his accent. You are right, sir. Yes. This one was came out in 2002, and I mean Tom Clancy's like your and dad. And this was where Lee Schreiber was. That's the yes, Lee Schreiber that you were talking John about. Clark, have yes. we have we touched on that yet, John Clark? What were no. we looking for on that? <laughs> it's okay. It's I've got it. No, I've got info pulled up. What do you need? Well, did Lee Schreiber? Did Lee Schreiber and Michael B. Jordan play John Clark? Is yes. it the same John Clark? The same, the same character. Well, both, per, they both portrayed him. Yes. yes. Okay. There you go. Or did they just play characters named John Clark? No, no they're supposed same, to be the same character. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. They so, don't act along the same with at all. Uh, what's his name? William. Uh, William oh, Defoe? William Defoe. Defoe. Yeah, yes. he's right. Yeah, William Defoe. Holy shit! I didn't put. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't look at movie. that. We're a movie podcast. All the same character. How about that? Well, those are three very different actors. Yeah, yeah very much. <laughs> very much so. Uh, the Willem Dafoe is probably the blackest of the three. Man, that guy is a badass. Careful. Um, <laughs> no, never mind. The- what? What was that movie with him where his daughter... Did you say baddest of the three or blackest? <laughs> we heard blackest. 
What did I say? We, you, you said, said black. Did I? <laughs> Willem Dafoe was... I oh, didn't know if you're making a joke. Yeah. <laughs> We're a professional podcast. <laughs> that is not what I'm... Oh, um, my God. I, mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Okay. You're cool. Yeah. You're drinking your Red Bull. You'll be okay. So, anyways... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so in the sum of all fears, the bomb takes out. Uh, yeah, so I, I oh, mean, the ending is stupid though. It's yeah. like, as Americans, we're gonna try to disarm all nuclear weapons. It's like the ending of Superman Four. I'm like, okay, that'll ever happen. It, it felt to me like the whole movie was a good movie, and then, then at the very end, the all of a sudden, it has a political statement. To and it's it. very TV movie of the week at the at the last like ten minutes. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, it wasn't terrible again. Again, um, it had the coolest climax of the three because yeah. it's not him punching; it's him like trying to communicate to Russians. And there's a ticking clock. I'm like, all right, this is exciting, and he's being an analyst. Yeah, <laughs> and the actor who played the leader of Russia too. I'm a big fan of oh, and some who of his work. About. I can't remember his name. I can't either. But uh, yeah, he's really good. Peter Stormare did not play a Russian in it, any one of these movies, and I'm very disappointed. <laughs> well, neither. Well, Kenneth Branagh did in one of oh, them. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> So, yeah, so was it my favorite? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, God, I don't, I mean, out of the four, no, I still like Patriot Games, but that's just because I, I mean, that was me growing up. If I, up. I think if I had paid more attention, I might have dug it more, but it, it moves along at mm-hmm. a weird pace because it's both too much going on and it's also very slow. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird enigma. But no, the Patriot Games was clearly dialogue driven for a good portion of it. Even sure. Sam Jackson was like stoic and serious. He's more Mace Windu Sam Jackson than yeah. regular Sam yeah. Jackson. <laughs> so, um, and then we had Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. So mm-hmm. Jack Ryan is played by Chris Pine. Which is a good choice. Um, he's a financial analyst. Yeah, they updated time. a little bit. Yeah, and he's um, recruited by the CIA. Ke- Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. And probably his worst performance I've ever seen. Um, no, he's there was bad in there it. was that one where he had like it's called Three Days. He was really bad. Oh, in and he's played a golden retriever once. Yeah, he was. Fantastic. He has a golden retriever in this movie. <laughs> Did he? At one point, he pets a dog, and it's a golden retriever. I'm like. Now, huh. out of all of these, I feel like this had the best action. The the Correct. bathroom yeah, the I, bathroom fight scene in the hotel yes. room. I will give you I will give you that. They found a way to make this money laundering terrorist plot interesting and organically throw in some yeah. action. It's a little disappointing because Chris Pine actually portrays a an action character very well. He doesn't do a lot of it. He says he regrets that he wasn't able to follow up on this and this wasn't well received because he liked playing the role. I wonder if this was kind of they were trying to reset the series with him, oh, for sure. like a trilogy or something of that sort. Um, but I didn't, I did not like Kira Knightley, and here's why. Okay, Jack Ryan's wife in all of the other movies was a very Kathy. strong character. Correct, right to a point where she was almost defiant, um, and Kira Knightley was not that character. I'll I will say the thing I liked about Patriot Games that it doesn't do the. I'm dating this girl, and she can't know I'm in the CIA, and she thinks I'm cheating, and yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> no, that, that was my favorite part of oh, the okay, summer Oh, okay, because I'm fears. like, I'm tired of this two movies in. I'm like, I Morgan don't want to see this like, again. Tell her what you do. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I work for the CIA, and she just hangs up on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was that actress, by the way? Oh, that lady? I have no idea. And the sum of all fears, um, she's not Mrs... Ryan Gosling, is she? No. No. Eva Mendez? Mm-mm. What was her name? We're looking it up. Give us a moment. Can you play some searching music? I literally typed some of music because I'm an idiot. I'm trying to think because I like her in other things. And some of all fears? No, the actress. No, I know that. I know. What's, What's her, her name? name? I'll get it first. Chris, you okay. actually have Wi-Fi down here. Well, yes. You see if you can get it first. Uh, why isn't she? Why isn't she listed? There she is, Bridget Moynihan. Damn it! Yeah, you got there first. Wait, isn't she Mrs. Tom Brady? I hope not. The you former what? Mrs. Tom Brady. That's Who? a Patriot game of a different color. Bridget <laughs> Moynihan. God bless you. That's Tom Brady's first wife. Isn't it Michelle Moynihan's sister? Uh, she was with Tom Brady from 2004 yeah. to 2006. Yeah, she's, she's a model. Yeah, 
She didn't do um, a lot. Yeah, so I like her. She was an iRobot. Uh, yeah. John Wick 2. Lord of Lord of War. Serendipity. Ooh. Coyote Ugly. Oh, she was in the first John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Battle Los Angeles. Oh, my God. She what was in hit. Ramona and Beezus. Why are you excited about this? Was Selena Gomez? <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah, Bridget Moynihan. Very cool. Very swag. I like it. She's on Blue Bloods. Blue Balls? Something like that. <laughs> Blue Bloods. So, um, yeah. So, then. So, you've got her there. And she's oh, a I doctor. She's a badass. And then you have Kira Knightley and Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. And she's... Doesn't come across as the strong character that the, the rest of them did. She gets a good scene with Kenneth Branagh. There's one scene it. where she is verbally defiant. Mm-hmm. But in the other ones, it's, I mean, there's, I don't know, there's something statuesque about them in, in some of the stuff that they do. So. But that's beautiful. Thank you. Statuesque. <laughs> good word. It's our super secret word of the day. It's on, ah! my, word of, it's on my word of the day calendar. <laughs> Cute. Um, so I would say Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Kenneth Branagh aside is probably my favorite of the group. I didn't like for him to be a cartoon Russian supervillain in this made sense. Yeah, I, it didn't bother me. And as much. the way that he died like a bitch at the end, you're was right, pretty fulfilling. Also, his son is Alexei from Stranger Things. Yeah, because uh-huh. mm-hmm. he looked like Russian Ansel Elgort, and I'm like, how do I know him? And yeah. I'm like, I know you. If you Rush, put a Russian Ansel, if you put Elgort. a Slurpee in his hand, I'm like, I know you. Does he have some very bad EDM hits on iTunes right now? Too? I'll put money on the fact that he probably just does. like Ansel <laughs> Elgort does. Um, yeah, so Kenneth Branagh played your typical Boris from yeah. I want my board. Yes. That's Iron Man too, but it's yes. kind of that's what he was going for. Um Earn Man. Earn yeah, Man? but I mean the interesting piece though was This was you, a completely original I watched thing. Tenet after. That's weird. He's very much the, the same. same Yeah. He's a little crueler in Tenet. Yeah, definitely. Um, for the record, by the way, Wendy said the same fucking thing that you did about it. I was like, God oh. damn it. What'd she say? She's like, I don't get it. It just it doesn't make any sense. It's not that. It's I don't care about anything. That's exactly what she said. She said there's nothing and and so I like it. I went through and explained it. She did catch the one piece okay. with um Rob Pattinson and the little dangly thing and how he was See, at, we didn't catch how that he was at in the opera. Screening. She caught that like immediately. She's like She's so smart. He's got that little red sash on and then she saw it later on. She's like, "Wait a second. And then she saw it when he was laying on the ground. She's like, "Wait a second. I was like, "Our girlfriends are smarter and more much, educated than us, much, and we did not pick up much, on this detail." Much. <laughs> much. <laughs> and it's not like we're packing heat, so I don't know how they Mm-mm. Yeah. But anyways. Good on her. Um, yeah, so she wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of Tenet. I think I'm going to try and introduce her to, because I also introduced her to Batman Begins. That's a great movie. Um, no. Dark the Dark Knight? Knight. Okay. We, we watched that one first. Did she like that one? Um, she liked... Heath Ledger. The fact that it was a Batman movie, and she liked Heath Ledger. She mm-hmm. wasn't a big fan of Christian Bale. She's she's a Michael Keaton girl. Where are they? Where are they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to try the prestige with her and see what she thinks about hockey that. Pads. I'm never in hockey pads. Or Memento. Memento's great. Yeah, I I'm love trying to think. Memento Dunkirk? is probably one of my top five. Would she like Dunkirk? I don't know, man. The thing I like about Dunkirk was the sound design. The silence, it's the a, moments of silence experience. were perfect. Agreed. Yeah. It's one of those that you had to have seen in the theater. And uh, that's true. Yeah, watching it on TV at home. Kind like, of the eh. same with 1947. You know, and I'm glad we saw that in the theater. Yeah, whatever. Your 30 years is too far, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a time traveler. <laughs> 1970. Just like Tenet. Yeah. But, um, you know, that, that was an experience in the theater for sure. Especially sure. with it being a one-shot. Like oh, for sure. Yeah, movie. and I haven't watched it since, and I think it's a great movie. Yeah. And there's a reason for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, however... What about Interstellar? Uh, I don't know. I have to like the movie to want to... Oh. I thought you liked that movie. It has its moments where it's pretty good. It does. And then it shifts to bed in the yeah. end. Yeah. It's really stupid whatever. Yep. Yeah. The secret of the universe was love. I'm Anne Hathaway. Man. <laughs> Now I'm going to be in a weird library thingy. <laughs> Murph. Fuck. Don't go, Murph. My well, baby girl's growing the, up. So here's the thing about Interstellar, right? In, in all of the other the one. Christopher oh. Nolan movies. <laughs> 
They don't have to explain themselves. But they do. But they don't have to. Right? I know they don't have to. But they, they don't have do. to within the movie, right? <laughs> they really right. They make you think. But in Interstellar, they, they spell had it out. to explain themselves. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the mystery of figuring it out. I agree. So, but I don't like Tenet. It's like a very convoluted story that's actually really simple if you, yeah. if you put it on paper. <laughs> it's a simple story told in the most convoluted way possible. Well, there was one question that Wendy kept asking. She kept saying, "So who hired him?" And I was like, who do you think hired him? Oh, God. And then at the end, it was like, light bulb. Light the <laughs> light bulb. bulb. So, <clears throat> all right. So, okay. now we're on without remorse. Now, uh, this I'm gonna, is my least I'm going to preface so this sorry. by saying that mm-hmm. I like Michael B. Jordan. I love him. I like the movies that he makes. I like yes. the choices that he makes. Yes. Including that one movie with... Um, uh-oh. Uh, Miles Teller. That Miles awkward Teller. moment. Yes. Uh, oh. I loved that movie. Did right? you like Fantastic Four? Um, I liked him in Fantastic Four. Good answer. Oh, Jamie Bell was also in this. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um... But Miles Teller's stupid face was not. No. Or Kate Mara's terrible wig. So, um... The first third, I didn't hate. Okay, I uh, I can I could get behind that. The first third, it was devastating. It was oh heart wrenching. Oh, his wife and their unborn mm-hmm. baby. Oh, he's about to die, and he muscles his way upstairs and yep. beats up this guy, and mm-hmm. and he gets away, but he gets a good look at the tattoo. Yeah. Um, I was I was behind it. And then the he stole third. a tow truck, and he crashed into a guy, and then he lit him on fire, and then he shot him anyway, and then he goes to jail. And yeah. I'm like, all right, movie, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, so the, the I understood the going to prison piece. Sure. And where he went to prison and why the sure. why he got sent there, right? I get the sure. corruption behind that, sure, but sure, it sure. wasn't flushed out a whole lot in the movie. And it doesn't make him especially likable. Correct. Yeah, it almost kind of makes him Chucky from Child's Play. I didn't think about it that way. But you so like saying you know, you kinda so you're felt saying bad if they had assassinated him and he had done a voodoo ritual to put himself into oh, a child's geez. doll. Yes. It would have been a better movie. Would have been a better movie. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> um and then but then you have this mysterious roof standoff with the police. <clears throat> and it's like there's no fucking way this guy has sixteen bullet holes in him and everyone else on his team has died and uh. then he sends someone away in this valiant, I'm going to sacrifice myself effort. And that's when you're like, cool, movie's over. You would think. He's a fucking hero. But it keeps no. going. It keeps on going. Um, Clearly, it's a setup. Clearly, Amazon is going to try and capitalize on. Yeah, I, I, I wonder that. if it's a three-picture deal hope, or something of that I sort. I hope not. Um, it's not terrible. I mean, the revenge plot is overplayed. Well, that's what I'm saying. By the time I got to that one, I'm like, I've seen this movie before. Right. Not even just Tom yeah. Clancy movies, just movies in general. And it sucks <laughs> because this is probably the first choice that I've seen Michael B. Jordan make that I was not his biggest fan in. Yeah, when you when I can say that Leif Schreiber did something better than Michael B. Jordan, that feels yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, what Amazon did with the Jack Ryan series... Oh, uh, with Jim from The Office? With Is John Krasinski. Um, I haven't watched it. Okay. I've heard a ton of good things about it. Chris, sure. have you heard anything about it? Yeah. See, I feel like these books would make a good TV show, though. Yeah. Um, I did watch one episode. Okay. And Thoughts? Krasinski plays a very convincing CIA analyst. Um, I can buy that. <laughs> I like John Krasinski. Oh, I wish sure. he did more mm-hmm. from a movie standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the rumors of him playing Mr. Fantastic, I think, would be perfect for him. Even though Emily Blunt made it clear she does not want any part of that. Well, but that's her. You're right. You know, so... He doesn't have to cast his wife. Yeah. Um, speaking of Emily Blunt, and this is an aside... <laughs> um, Look at us segue again! The, what is it the day of... The Edge of Tomorrow 2? <clears throat> has a script. Has a script. Yeah! Everyone wants to do it. They're just trying to get the studio to buy into Come it now. Tom do Cruise it. owns basically do it, do it, do it, do it, ninety percent of the studio that they want. So, You're right. Um, uh, it'll be interesting because 
I the first one kind of so good hit me by surprise. It, yeah, science fiction Groundhog Day. It's like right? Groundhog Day, but it's an action alien thing with Tom Cruise. And Aww. she played a badass in it. It's so good. Yeah, and Tom Cruise played a little bitch in the beginning. I know and he then... plays a little prick, and it's <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has an arc. Like yeah. what? <laughs> he can act. I know. What? It's crazy. It's not an interview with a vampire. I know. What? Like Magnolia, Eyes Wide Shut. Right. You know, uh, Rain Man. Right. Long time since them days. He's been Man. Tom Cruise. I watched Man that movie again a couple time. months ago. Rain Which Man, one? so good. I fucking love that. Movie, love dude. that movie. Love it. Uh oh, fart. <laughs> oh, Raymond, did you fucking fart? Yeah, love it. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so Amazon is clearly trying to do something. The, the, here's what mm-hmm. I love about what Amazon is trying to do. They're working with people of color and creators of color. I love that they kind of have a mentality behind that. Um, what I love that Netflix is doing right now is they're literally handing the reins of projects to people and saying, make the movie you want to make. For sure. Right? Um, hopefully, we'll start to see other streaming services doing the same thing. and, and Especially with the free reign. tie it back together MGM deal. Yeah. They have all these rights to these properties. Yeah. And I mean, IPs. Michael B. Jordan is already tied to another Rocky. Oh, Creed. Sequel, so. Without Rocky. Yeah. So they should call it Threed. Three. <laughs> Creed the third. <laughs> <laughs> Creed again. <laughs> Creed without Scott Stepp. Crud. What? Crud. Crud. What was Mr. T's character's name in? In uh, VR the Barabbas. Rocky, in the Rocky movies. I can't remember. Rocky three. <laughs> Let's make a spinoff of it. <laughs> oh, please make that happen, <laughs> Mr. please, T's son. <laughs> oh, it could be the guy who played him in the eighteen remake. Clubber Lang. Oh, no. He would play Clubber, Clubber Lang. Lang. You're right. Lang. No, the uh, Rampage, the MMA fighter, played him in the in the A-Team remake. Yeah, do it. Um, <laughs> he could be. I think he's a vegetable now. I don't know. Clubber Lang? CRT. Oh. CT. CT. CTE. Lieutenant That's it. Smash. CTE. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. So, at, again, as an aside, the, the uh, Aaron Hernandez story documentary on Netflix. Keith Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, the former Patriots tight end that murdered like three people and what a fun story. Um yeah. oh, so they turned it into a really riveting documentary. Really? I was really yeah, I, I was really that. impressed. Um and then apparently there's another piece of the Making a Murderer series coming out. So I don't know. I've really gotten into like serial killer and murder documentaries. Maybe we'll lately. do an episode on that. It's still film in it. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Um, okay. So I think out of all of these, for me, my favorite was probably Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit with Kira Knightley being the weak link. Mm. Um, Patriot Games is a close second. Sure. Um, but unfortunately, Michael B. Jordan, if you're yeah. listening. And you're not. And you're not. Um, <laughs> without remorse is probably Now he's like, fine, fifth, I'll never listen again. Fifth favorite. Yeah. He's in the Philippines. He'll listen. Um, Michael B. Jordan? I don't know. It's where he has his home base. <laughs> um, yeah, it's probably my fifth favorite Tom Clancy movie out of five. What's the other one? Mm. Oh, Red October? Six out of six. Hunt for Red October and then mm, clear, clear and, and Present, present danger. danger. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Clancy movies are clearly a little dated. I mean, even based on when books they came out in the seventies and the eighties, yeah. they're very dated. Yeah. <laughs> um, and without remorse, that's it. Seems to have been a theme lately. Movies that just go on when they could have mm, ended. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably been four or five movies that we've talked about in the last three or four episodes that that's fair could have ended at specific points and didn't. Even Justice League. <laughs> Uh, the more I think about it, the more I don't think I could watch the Snyder Cut again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it, I, but I'm I glad it was on HBO Max. I would have missed so much peeing at the theater. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we would have had to. Excuse me, could you pause this? Tyler has to pee again. No. I'll go during a slow motion He's scene. Like I won't mean, I won't lady. miss a thing. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you walked in slow motion while the slow motion was happening? Well, how is that even possible? I don't know. Yeah, so so that's that's my that's I mean out of the what do you think out of the ones that you've seen? Um, so you said the sum of all fears was your favorite. It was I don't know why I think it was just in a funk and it was the most entertaining. I think Patriot Games, Sum of All Fears, and Shadow Recruit are all entertaining and good in their own ways mm-hmm. and all flawed in different ways. Who's your favorite Jack Ryan? Oh God, 
Yeah, fuck it. Chris Pine. <clears throat> oh. Hey. There we go. Harrison Ford felt like Grandpa, and Ben Affleck felt like... He felt old in 1990. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was early 30s. He felt old. Maybe we're just so used to elderly, grumpy Harrison that Ford. That could be, yeah. I don't know. I felt the same way. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh as a Russian seems to be a thing. Can Is we that put... just something he wants to do? I don't know. I'm going gonna, gonna to tweet at him and, and ask him to stop playing Russians. Batman. Why is nobody complaining about whitewashing the Russians, <laughs> hiring English actors to play Russians? Because if I've watched all these Tom Clancy movies, we don't much care for the Russians. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So maybe we can't even get the even still. Yeah, that's true. Putin on the Ritz. Well, I mean, to be fair, Putin's a piece of shit. So there go our Russian listeners. He's no Did we even have any? Are they allowed no to listen to us? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably censored. So. Someone's freezing in a gulag, and my voice is the last <laughs> thing they hear. <laughs> Did you just make a Call of Duty reference? I know what a gulag is. Okay, I don't know sure. what video games are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh. Ooh. Speaking of video games, do you remember a couple weeks oh. ago we had a conversation about Borderlands? Yes. Yeah. So Bland the shit. cast for Borderlands, uh-huh. Kevin Hart, yeah. Jack Black... Kate Blanchett. I mean, they keep announcing people for this movie, and it's like... Eli Roth still? Eli Roth. That's so weird. Yeah, it's very weird. So, I don't know. I mean, I think the movies were starting on an uptick. Um, mm-hmm. More people getting vaccinated. Sure. The theater at Landmark was a little weird because they had caution tape around seats. Yeah, I've been there a few times. It's um, weird. That's a weird thing to do. Yeah. I think I'm going to start going back to AMC more often. I'd like to. Um, when you see Wrath of Man? Yes, I really do want to see that. I've heard, I haven't heard anything bad about it. I haven't heard anything about it other I than also, it's out. I also read a couple reviews about A Quiet Place 2. Yeah, we might get an advanced um, screening next there week. There have been a lot of people who Uh-oh. say it's really, really good. Oh. Everything that the first me. one was supposed to be. So. Ouch. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued to see that one. So there's a lot of good stuff coming out. We're going to have sure. a lot of good content for you guys. We're going to get to those Marvel movies again one of these Tyler days. Tyler and I have recorded a podcast mini, a popcorn mini. We're going to... All the fates of the furious will be coming at you real soon. <laughs> we're going to start... We're going to start recording a few more of those, um, mm-hmm. put some new content up. We're grab also... your family and a Corona and join us, won't you? <laughs> Tell me what to grab. Oh, no... Wow. Wow. I I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah, so we're watching all of the Fast and the Furious. Um, can uh, we skip Too Fast, Too Furious? Uh, no. You can skip them all and I'd be happy. <coughs> what? I know it's I your favorite so far. No, but... I'm an OCD completionist. We have to do them all. <laughs> no. So that's been Popcorn Tribunal. Mm-hmm. Thanks ah, for joining us, thank guys. You. What are we doing next week? Um, I don't know yet. Let's surprise them. Surprise. Surprise, mother trucker. Hey, and and to, be fair, to be fair, we have two other episodes to release before this one, so next week is not necessarily next week. You know what I watched last night? I don't night? even know what time What did you watch last what? night, Chris? The Disaster Artist. It's pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, James Franco's so a piece of shit. Hey, yeah, yeah, I didn't find out shit. he's a piece of shit. James. That's right. Um, when I Seth Rogen comes out and says, yeah, I'm done working with this guy yeah. who used to be my best friend, that, that says says a lot. Are we really surprised? About Seth Rogen? No, about James Rango. Um, No. It makes sense. I, I love that his brother's not creepy, though. <laughs> He's been married to... Yeah, the most perfect woman on earth, yeah. except the one I'm going to marry. Yeah, good save. save. Good Boom. save. Woo. Mm, you looking for this? So... Um, yeah, Ryan Reynolds has a couple movies coming out Free Guy and uh, Free Guy and um, shit, what's the other one? Is there another one? Yeah, there's another one. I can't remember. Okay. Oh, the Hitman's Body, Hitman's oh, Bodyguard's yeah. Wife with Selma Hayek. With Selma Hayek. Um, there's a lot of good stuff coming out that I'm interested Finally. to see. Okay, there's a lot of stuff coming out that I'm interested mm-hmm. in seeing. I can't say if it's good or not, but that's um, true. I'm it excited to get back to the theater. Mm-hmm. I I have AMC Stubbs cash that I need to spend. They're fun that way, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, if you can visit a smaller theater, go Please to do. go to like Landmark or something of that sort. Buy some drinks and popcorn. A popcorn there. and a large drink yes. at Landmark is the cost of a popcorn at AMC. 
And it's, that's where they make all their money. I spent $14, and I had a large drink and a large popcorn, where that's what you pay for the popcorn at AMC. They're, yeah, I go. I try to go there as much as I can. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Chris. Thanks for uh, producing the episode. Hey, real quick, tell us a little bit about your coffee company. Coffee oh. Dudes. Yeah, you changed the name. Yeah, we're Coffee Dudes now. Um, CoffeeDudesCoffee.com. His, and, uh, his uh, mascots are named Chad and Brad. No, actually, it's three beans, and it represents my three boys. Aww. It's Austin, Finnegan, and Lowen. Why yes. are you an elderly Jewish woman? Yeah, yeah, suddenly it happens, you know. With Irish kids. No, my coffee's good. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, coffee Dudes Coffee on all social media platforms, and that's the web address now. See, it's easy. So it's CoffeeDudesCoffee.com. CoffeeDudesCoffee.com. Wait, did you say CoffeeDudesCoffee.com? I did. What was that? CoffeeDudesCoffee.com. CoffeeDudesCoffee. Yeah, visit now and buy things. I'll hey, send it to you. Um, I love the the logo. Um, I loved your your packaging. Um, the coffee that I've had oh, is no. delicious. So uh, definitely give him a follow on the socials. Um, if you're local, I think he'll even deliver if you order online. Yes. Um, and then the Anderson Farmers Market. Yes, Anderson Farmers Market every Saturday, yeah. 8 a.m. till noon. Yep. And starting on the 30th, the Frankton Market. Ooh. The Frankton Market. Every other weekend hey, until Chris, the end of the, the season. big time. Where the fuck is Frankton? Frankton is in the middle of nowhere, 12 miles north of the city of Anderson. You should try Noblesville. If they would let another coffee vendor in, I would. Oh, they won't let you in. No, they Do all we need to muscle up things. some people? Do you need me to make a call? They yeah. don't know the difference between a roastery and a cafe. Do you need me to make a call? No, I'm good for the moment. Okay. You're going to put sugar in their gas tank, Tony. CoffeeDudesCoffee.com. Proud yes. sponsor of Popcorn Tribunal. Awesome. Well, I love you guys. Thank Ooh, you. That got weird. Say it back. What about the erection? Say it, you Jeez. coward. <laughs> There's Look. a reason this table isn't screwed to oh, the Oh, that's legs. left over from the coffee. I get it. Look me the in the rest. eyes and what? tell me you love me. Look here. <laughs> Spit in your... Never mind. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> Bye, guys. Then I gotta Bye. wash my hair Bye. again. Now you gotta... Wa- Wait, you don't have any hair. The one. Not the hair you can see, Tony. Oh, the hair down there. You always assume there's hair down there. There's On your not. toes. Also, the carpet... Does match the drape. <laughs> the lack of carpet matches the lack of okay, drape. Okay, ladies. Go. Fresh and smooth. <laughs> okay. I hate friction. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Use some baby, baby Thanks for powder. listening to Popcorn Tribunal. The key is moisturizing. <laughs> I'll just keep going. You're gonna, I'm just going to say it again. Thank you for listening to Popcorn Tribunal. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Toodle. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh.